You are listening to Propelling, a Micro Drones podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Propelling, a Micro Drones podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And folks, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of the show. As you're listening along, make sure that you're both subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and heading to our website, microdrones.com. Again, microdrones.com. For more information on solutions and services, some supplemental reading material, and other content from the MicroDrones team, including podcasts, blogs, articles, videos, and more. So I'm excited for our conversation on the show today, where we're going to be continuing our global conversations on how drones are shaping international markets, and why different regions, from the Americas to Asia, are finding different reasons to integrate drones into industrial and commercial workflows. We've been doing many of these conversations in Spanish, exploring the Latin American region, Mexico, and Spain as of late. Today, we're keeping things in English to better understand the ways that UAVs have found a home in the UK and intersected with a lot of industrial growth in the region. And more specifically, we're also going to be chatting about how drone rental services are lowering the barrier to entry for the whole region. So for insights today, I'm joined by Dave Pendrel. He's sales manager for the Northern Europe region for micro drones. Dave, great to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you, Daniel. Fantastic. Yeah, great to have you on. Pleasure getting your perspective today to uh, you know, further continue these global conversations on UAV growth. So it's going to be a, a great time. So let's start by just getting a general overview of the UK market in the context of maybe a broader set of European markets. So just for context, uh, you joined Micro Drones about a month ago. So you are a green thumb here to the drone industry. But on the flip side, you've also spent many years on the surveying side of drone use. So you've gotten to see firsthand how drones have been utilized in industrial and commercial workflows. And so with all of that in mind, just in general, to give a basic overview, compared to maybe some other European markets or uh, other markets that you've worked in, how explosive has UAV growth been in the UK? Does it rival what you've seen elsewhere? Give us just a, a basic overview. Yeah, I, I think that the UK is more ahead than behind of other markets, to be fair, in the drone industry. They grasp technology quite quick, and they definitely see the benefit of the results that you can get with it. And the time that it takes to do things is just, it's, it's just fantastic. Also, the, the UK is uh, prone for rentals, as you know. So in the drone industry, things aren't cheap, as you know that. And it really makes it very affordable. It's the way of life in the UK. I mean, you can rent anything you like in the UK. <laughs> so yes, it's definitely uh, a thing of the future. It's here to stay. I think it's going to get better and better as we, as we develop. The UK compared to other markets, other markets I don't think use the drones specifically, more the southern regions don't use the drones as much as what they do uh, in the UK. Obviously, there's a lot of legislation around it, and people have to adapt accordingly, but that's happening. We've got things in place, systems in place, and we're helping customers to get the best benefit they can out of drones. 
So before making your way to the UK with micro drones, you were working in uh, South Africa. Uh, and there, I'm guessing, is where you spent most of your time uh, in the surveying industry. So go ahead and draw some parallels or connections there for us between these two markets. In that transition from South Africa to the UK, what were some stark differences and maybe some of the economic motivators for drone use in South Africa versus the UK? And what are some parallels or, uh, you know, connect the dots that you can make that are most interesting in your opinion? Um, robotic total stations in South Africa are very few and far between. But to be honest with you, that's more from a theft perspective than anything else because crime is, is, is quite rife there. As far as the methodologies is concerned, the same methodologies actually apply in the UK as what applied in South Africa. It's just the UK is more susceptible to change uh, production in South Africa. Labor is relatively cheap, whereas in the UK it's not. So, uh, yes, you'd rather go for technology than employ, you know, people type of thing. That's, that's in essence, what happens in the UK. And obviously, with technology, you get so much more production out of it. In a nutshell, that's basically that. What about if we look at specific industries in South Africa versus the UK? Um, like we've mentioned, you spent a lot of time on the surveying side of the economy there in South Africa. So if we even just look at those industries comparatively, how are you seeing drones used in South Africa versus the UK? Yeah, so in South Africa, they would use a drone like for a strip survey, not so much in built up areas. And they would be used actually by people that may not be certified to actually do them. The laws and regulations are there, but you tend to get away with a bit more in South Africa than what you would over here. So, yes, there's not so many drones in South Africa because there's no rental there. Everything is outright purchase. And that can be a costly, a costly affair. So there are a couple of people who, who would obviously go with uh, innovation and uh, try and improve the productivity in South Africa, but not nearly as half as a tempo as, as here in the UK. In the UK, definitely, uh, as far as technology is concerned, people are on the ball and uh, they want the best and they want it done quickly and accurately, accurately of course, as well. All right, let's hone in more specifically to just the UK. We'll end some of the comparison back and forths here. So uh, like we've seen in many conversations on the show uh, and just like we've seen in general in the industry, surveying, construction, engineering, mining, and more generally geospatial industries are guiding much of the use of commercial drones. And this is pretty common across all markets. Can the same be said, in your opinion, for the UK? Yes or no? What's the same and what's different or unique? Yeah, I think what's unique in the UK is that, well, I don't think geospatial technology is unique to any one specific country. It's a way all over right. and anyone can have it. But uh, in the UK, definitely, I, I, I feel that they definitely utilize everything to its utmost. And uh, I think it's that's what's uh, going for them. I mean, it doesn't matter what industry you go to, whether it be construction, agriculture, land survey, everybody's using um, technology as far as global positioning systems is concerned. 
in your experience, what are some uh, specific ways you've seen drone surveying technology uh, adapt to meet the needs of the UK geospatial markets? Anything specific there? Or if not necessarily unique, just some interesting use cases that have stood out to you? Yeah, some interesting use cases. I've seen people that actually go around the building and check the facades of the buildings and stuff like that. And inside, then they will use a, a normal conventional scanner to scan the inside of the building. But obviously, then they merge the two sets of data together and they've got a whole 3D in space, virtual in space uh, model of whatever they've been looking at. So that, that's been quite interesting. In South Africa, you wouldn't get that, but in the UK, definitely a lot of that. And roofing as well. Uh, a lot of people are interested in, in roofing, and that's ideal. Obviously, it's the ideal solution for that. There's been a lot of work done lately in the UK. Unfortunately, I can't mention the construction company's name, but yes, it's a long linear line, and drones have definitely been used in the beginning of this project to try and see you know, uh, the state of the vegetation, what, all, what the hurdles are going to be going forward. Before that, it would have been done conventionally. It'll take weeks where it's now taking literally days. So yes, it's definitely an eye-opener and uh, it's definitely got its place in the market. Have you found that as these industries have grown their UAV needs and use cases and in response, the technology over the years has uh, you know improved to match those needs. Have you found that the barrier to entry has lowered for companies to get some use out of UAV solutions? Yes or no, why or why not? And how do you see that reflected in the UK? Yes, definitely. Uh, specifically because it's more, it's more uh, cost-effective. We've put customers into a position where it's now achievable, it's affordable to actually get these uh, drones in the market. Um, I don't know if you know this, but there's about 40 different drone pilot academies available just in the UK alone, which is, it, it's a lot, really, it's a lot. So, yes, definitely. Are there any specific ways that you've seen this reduced barrier to entry impact the use cases for drones? Um, what kind of domino effects do you see that lowered barrier to entry having in the UK? Well, I think that people in the past had to have like survey qualifications and stuff like that to go and do like survey work and that in the field now in the old days nowadays that's not the case we just send the person for a drone pilot license and make sure that they understand the fundamentals of what we're looking for and they don't have to know what they actually capturing but at the end of the day you've got the qualified person who can be sitting in the office you've got the date capture who can be who can be flying the drone for you. So yes, you can definitely get much more production out of people that way at a quicker pace. So basically we've got uh, micro drones as a service and you can actually use your tokens. You, you could actually get tokens for the software usage. You can rent the system. It could be for a 12 month period. 36 months, 48 months, depending on you. And the software itself, you can you can have it per month. You could have it per year. You could have it per job. So it's more flexible nowadays, and it's easy to get hold of, whereas in the old days, yeah, that wasn't the case. 
All right, let's go ahead and intersect micro drones more specifically into the conversation now. Like we've mentioned in all of our other global and region-focused conversations, part of what differentiates micro drones in the drone space is the micro drones as a service solution, which introduces the opportunity to rent versus buy a drone for commercial use. Can you just refresh our audience on how MDOS works, and then we will intersect it more specifically with the UK and some of the work that you're doing there? Yes, so basically, as you know, you can either buy the unit at a substantial amount of money because of, based on the accuracy that we achieve with our units, obviously, this is the market that we're in. The more accurate the product, obviously, the more technology is involved, the more the cost is. As a service, is totally different. You could actually rent or hire this unit for a period of time, a minimum of 12 months and uh, yeah, 36, 48 months, depending on your need. So you've got the unit. And what could also happen then is the software itself. You could actually purchase that on an annual basis or you could have it on a monthly basis, or you could have it for two days worth of data. It, it's, it's totally up to you. It's totally flexible. And other providers do not provide that type of service. With other providers, you buy the unit, you buy the software, and that's it. You sit with it. Um, we provide you with all upgrades, firmware upgrades. We provide you with all software upgrades. So that's an ongoing phase with us as well. We're keeping the customer totally updated integrated all the time as we move forward. When we look more specifically at the UK, how are you seeing renting versus buying of UAV drone solutions impact how end users are using their UAV solutions? Okay, so in the UK, up until recently, in the drone sector specifically, everybody's been buying. So micro drones have taken the initiative to come out with as a service portfolio and i definitely see that that's going to take that's going to take the market by storm because it's what they do in the uk in the construction in survey in anything if they need a tool and they don't have it they will hire it for the day for the week for the year whatever and as a company it's beneficial because they get tax rebates on that so that's why it's so attractive in the uk have you found that an option to rent versus buy a drone in the UK has opened up more opportunities for smaller players to get in on drone solutions uh, or expand the potential use cases for drone use in the UK? Yes or no, and uh, what are some examples, if so? Yes, definitely. Um, like I say, uh, business is business, and uh, not everybody's got the funding for everything all the time. But to rent something most definitely and it makes even the sm most smallest company put them into a position where they could purchase, uh, actually rent it for a, a set time frame whatever they choose and definitely i see that that's going to be a game changer for the uk and for micro drones alike so dave uh, more specifically how does micro drones as a service and just the micro drones team in general uh, benefit UK businesses? What are some specific use cases you've seen? 
if you have any examples of micro drones in partnership with uh, some clients out in the UK that you can share, that would be great. But yeah, just in general, what are some of the ways that you're seeing uh, MDOS and micro drones benefit UK businesses looking for drone solutions? Well, obviously, I, I haven't been here that long, but what I have noticed is that there's a potential market for rentals and for drone rentals in the UK. More and more people are wanting to go to the to the imagery side of things, the photogrammetry side of things, and we're just putting them in a position where they could actually do it for really an achievable spend, so to say. So micro drones as a service, because it's it's more a rental scheme than anything else, it makes it achievable for small businesses to also uh, go into the point cloud industry, for want of a better word, and. Uh, get accurate survey data. They don't have to have the, the big investment of the financial impact of, of just purchasing the units all the time. We've uh, just recently appointed a distributor in the UK who might not have gone with us if we didn't have this option. They also train drone pilot users, new users, and they've seen that it helps them in the field as well. Uh, they can make that offering to their customers as well. And yes, at the end of the day, it's definitely it's definitely the way forward. Drone Pilot Academy are, are totally impressed with what we've got to offer. We can also, for a specific job for argument's sake, we could actually tell you how much it's going to cost, how many tokens you would need for the software to uh, process the data. So we've got an easy flow from whether it be purchase or whether it be hire. We help the customers all the way through. The software is easy to use. And with Drone Pilot Academy, our, our latest agent or distributor, just recently been appointed, it just goes in hand in hand with what we're trying to do. It goes hand in hand with our business model because they seeing the people on a daily basis and they're promoting it that way. So I know you've only been at Micro Drones for about a month now. So your sales approach and um, you know your your refining of the um, you know the, the conversations that you have with your clients is obviously all still sort of in the works. But in this first month that you've been communicating with uh, commercial and industrial end users in the UK. How have you begun to refine your um, your pitch and your approach in presenting MDOS as a solution to you know really reflect the needs of the end user? What have you found that's interesting and in how you've had to refine said approach? Well, it doesn't matter who the customer was that you were speaking to at the time. They all definitely see the benefit and think it's all achievable. They actually compliment microdrones for, for taking the initiative to bring this to the market. A lot of them will be making use of us or microdrones as, as a service themselves. All right, Dave, last main question for you. Let's go ahead and take all these insights and uh, summarize them into some final tips for the UK market. We need to add some context for COVID as well. Uh, obviously, COVID has reshaped the global economy, and the long-term effects of the pandemic are starting to be felt in many industries. So if we look at the UK, and we look at intersections with drone use, 
how do you see COVID influencing any industrial trajectories and therefore their UAV needs moving into 2021? I think people will be more susceptible to go and use drones because there are less contact with people. You can get more done in the short space of time. So the interaction between two people would not be there. All you need is your pilot and he'll go out to the field and, and uh, do his flight planning, his mission planning, and uh, tell the drone where to go and, and do what needs to do. So yes, definitely, uh, I think COVID is obviously, it's a pandemic worldwide, but it's forcing us to utilize technology differently going forward. And definitely the drone industry, our way of doing it is the way to go. All right, Dave Pendrell, thank you so much for joining us and giving us another regional conversation on the growth of drone use and the impacts of micro drones as a service and renting solutions in general. Again, we've been chatting with Dave Pendrell, sales manager for the Northern Europe region for micro drones. Dave, it's been a pleasure so far. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Daniel. And Dave, before we go, if folks want to find out more about some of the work you're doing in the UK, potentially get in touch, or just find out more about microdrones, how can they do so? Oh, they can do so on our website. If they just go to the microdrones website themselves, they will find us there, www.microdrones.com. Fantastic. Dave, thanks again. Looking forward to chatting again soon. Thank you, Daniel. Have a good day. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Propelling, a Microdrones podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure that you're going to our website, microdrones.com, and subscribing to the podcast on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time. Propelling, a Microdrones podcast.